I'm Shane. And I'm Bo. We are your Kentucky Fried Critics. Welcome back for another show, everybody. Yeah, welcome back. Had a good uh, good time last week talking some games. Yeah. Or we had a good time. Yeah, I had a blast. I still hope everybody else enjoyed it. We've not gotten too much feedback. We got a couple of comments from people, but not, not enough to really help us gauge if you liked it. Well, if, you didn't. if we do it again, we'll have more research and yeah. stuff. We just kind of... We'll take our time. Kind of did it. Because, well, I mean, the mood struck us. Yeah, we were like, nope, screw it, games. Games yeah. are more fun. Again, the movie wasn't bad. No, the movie wasn't bad, but like it just made me want to play Sega. So, so that's what we, that's talked, what we about. talked about. It felt more natural. So oh. where can everybody find us, Shane? All right, yeah. So people can find us. Let's see. Facebook is going to be facebook.com slash Kentucky Fried Critics because we lucked out on that one. Yeah, nice and easy. Instagram's going to be uh, at Kentucky Fried Critics. Easy. Nothing yeah. special. No. That's right. And then YouTube's where it gets a little weird. You can just search for, you know, Kentucky Fried Critics. Yeah, that's search the easiest bar. way. Yeah, you'll find us. You'll see uh, our mascot. Yeah, Commander Pop. It's a full name, Commander Pop Culture. Yeah, you the know. shortened version, Commander yeah. Pop. So Commander so Culture is what is on his uh, name tag. On his name tag and you know, on his tags, it just says C Culture. Yeah, so you, you'll definitely be able to find us if you search for us that way. But if you are going to type out the URL on YouTube, that's going to be YouTube.com slash at KF Critics. Because someone already had Kentucky Fried Critics. They've not used that account in a long time. So fingers crossed. They won't answer my challenge. And we just get to <laughs> take it. It'll be ours. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. What's left? The website, our website. Yeah. Where you, the, the actual place you can download the podcast if you're not just doing it from your podcast player. Yeah, right? not if you're on Spotify yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, If you're going to download it from the website, uh, the website's going to be shows.acast.com slash Kentucky hyphen fried hyphen critics. Hyphens. Lots of hyphens. Can't do anything about that. Acast automatically puts the hyphens in for everything. Now, that being said, I do love... Uh, have a, you ever looked at it? Our, I want a t-shirt says hyphens. Well, <laughs> have you looked at the website? Our episode names, right? Like, if you... Are they hyphened, too? Yeah, but the, so but our URLs are definitely the full episode names. So, you know, like, uh, one of the episode, one of the URLs is, you know, it <laughs> ends with, Daddy would have gotten us Uzi's. It's pretty nice to have URLs that That's say pretty, stuff like that. That's pretty yeah. good. Uh, some of them get pretty long, though. But, you know, the Willy Wonka one was long. Oh, yeah. Uh, if someone was trying to type just that. It's a lot of hyphens. It's a lot of hyphens. It's a lot of typing. I would definitely find a different way to find that one. I wouldn't type the URL No, I wouldn't type yourself. that in there. That's way too much. As much as we love hyphens here. Yeah. The, I think that is officially every place. Again, if you're just listening to us through podcast players or you want to find us in a podcast player, we are available on most major podcasting platforms as well as iHeartRadio. Because that one, I'm going to bring it up every time now because you were so surprised and tickled <laughs> that by it. backs me up. Why? Such an odd thing for us to Look, be on. Look, it was an offer for us to do, so I said, okay. Like, wasn't that like one of like the first like satellite radio things? Yeah, yeah. You could, it was internet radio. Yeah, internet first internet radio. radios, yeah. Well, I'm happy to be on iHeartRadio. It tickles me immensely. They should send me a t-shirt. Free t-shirt, guys. Come on, send it to me. <laughs> all right. Well, I think uh, that is all of the socials. You want to go ahead and take away on our beer? What oh, are yeah, we drinking the, here today? The beer for this week is Shipyards Brewing Company's Pumpkinhead Ale. Nice Halloween-y themed beer here. Yeah, because we're kicking off Spooky Month. Yeah, Spooky Month. Monsters, ghouls, and ghosts. That's right. Obviously, you're going to be listening to this as our viewers. It's going to be the first Saturday of October. 
we thought, like many people. Like everybody. Yeah, what else do you do for <laughs> the month of October? But Christmas movies. Man, maybe next year. Dude, we should. We should do Christmas movies on Halloween just to mess with mess up the whole thing. Uh, Halloween movies And then in Halloween's in December. Oh, but then that's perfect because then we can do like Santa Slay. Oh, yeah, the one where Goldberg's the... Yeah, yes. do, oh, uh, Black Christmas. There are a whole yeah, bunch, bunch of... Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Probably going to do that next year now. That's. I think we're on to something. Write um, it down so we don't forget. We are... Yeah, we're drinking Pumpkinhead Ale. It's spooky month, like we said. What possible yeah. movie could we be talking about from Pumpkinhead Ale? Well, there's a few choices, there's, and some there's people made some guesses, and we did. We talked about we we talked it out. Yeah. Uh, we, we you know obviously we could have went Sleepy Hollow, Sleepy Hollow. We've we had a couple people that were guessing that we well, might. I go mean, Sleepy the Hollow. guy on the bottle. Well, and again, we could have just the headless horseman. We could have just went straight uh, Disney with the cartoon. The, yeah, Ichabod. The story of Ichabod, Ichabod Crane. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. That's a bit short, though. It's, it's only, super short. It's well, like, I mean, we would just be covering nostalgia feelings for most of that episode yeah. if we did just that one. But no, so Our we, first 30 minute episode, <laughs> and we're just like, oh, I don't know what to talk about now. Yeah, so we obviously uh, didn't go for those. We went for the most obvious yeah, answer. Yeah, the super obvious one. Uh, which is, some, and it just threw people off. I yeah, guess. which is, no, a few people guessed Pumpkin. Oh, did hate. they? Yeah. So we, I mean, we, we got some people that are knowledgeable about. Yeah, uh, 80s horror movies. You pay more attention to the comments than me, too. I'm afraid I'll mess something up when I go clicking around on things. Yeah, so just in case we weren't real clear with that, the actual answer is Pumpkinhead. Pumpkin we are watching, we watched Pumpkinhead. We're going to now be talking to you guys about the movie Pumpkinhead. The Stan Winston's directorial debut. Uh, his, his company. Yeah, he had a big company. Yeah, he had a big Company. Media company, yeah. Uh, so it is uh, eighty eight, filmed in eighty seven. So you know, like the that's when yeah, all yeah. the actors were together. Was in eighty seven. This movie's as old as I am. It's a monster movie from the eighties. It is a cult classic. It is not necessarily something that everybody has seen, which surprises me. It surprises Every me too because I've up, seen I'm, it. People are like, oh, "I've not seen that one." I'm like, "I'm like, man, what? What? How'd you miss that one?" Did I write. Uh, but so it is, it was shot on a shoestring budget. They had no, you know, like this wasn't like a major motion picture. No, it was like thing. two and a half million dollar budget. Uh, it was next to nothing for, especially, you know, again, uh, a, well, and a major, again, they had Lance Henriksen. We've not, you know, oh, we've not yeah. dropped the name yet, but, but I mean, yeah, no, had Lance Henriksen. Nobody else was really big, but yeah, Lance Ooh. Henriksen. I know fun fact about this movie and him. He was going to quit acting if this, if this movie didn't do, do good, but he had so much fun making this movie that he reignited his love of acting and he continued on to be the, the awesomeness of Lance Henriksen that we got, what, late into the nineties, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. He's still around. But yeah, nobody else really of note, uh, name wise. No, like, I mean, we, really. uh, I can read down the IMDb. We could tell you yeah, some go names. Ahead. Let's give some credit where yeah. credit's due. I love this movie. Um, but most of the people now, before I go down the list of names of people that we may not know, there is, there is, uh, one person I will mention. Cause I want to see if you might even know where they were in the movie. Mayim Bialik is in this movie. Blossom herself. This is 88, so this is pre-Blossom. Yes, she's one of the Wallace kids. Children yeah. of the Corn kids that show up. Yeah, she's one of the Wallace kids. Oh. She's specifically, in the beginning, she's the one who didn't know what a camera was. Oh, I'm, when they get I'm off going the, back. I'm when, watching it again. When they get off the truck. I gotta go look. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Maya Bialik is in this as a bit part. I mean, it's yeah, not important. She was, it's, yeah, yeah. She was like nine years old. Yeah, this is, I think I read it was her first ever on-screen performance in a movie. Yay. Um, we, yeah, we can shout her out. Welcome so, to the family. Uh, we've got in our main role, like we said, Ed Harley, played by Lance Henriksen. Uh, we've got his son, Billy, played by Matthew Hurley. We've got our our kids. ragtag group of kids <coughs> slash yeah. well, I don't know because I here's their college kids are they okay so here's the deal so the one that nobody likes Joel Joel is played by John I am gonna Tim butcher Marquio? this De, De Aquino. De Aquino? That, yes I'm sorry I'm not good with names with apostrophes has he been even in though other it's just stuff? Italian he looks he's super in a, familiar. he's in a lot of things okay. I couldn't name most of them let's see he was the guy in the movie where I'm like I know you we all know actors like this you see them in things and you're like I know I know him yeah he was that guy in this movie for and me. sometimes you can remember what from you definitely sometimes never can remember you... the name uh but so yeah so that's John D Di- he's probably John Diaquino. Diquino? I don't know how to say this, and I do apologize. I'm going to stop trying from here on out. We're just going to say John and Joel as your yep. character. But So he is the only other person in the movie beyond Lance Henriksen that I would say... Had a real career. That you might know. You would see him yeah. and recognize him. None of the other people that we're about to tell you are people you would know. So we got Chris, who is also one of the... The, the kids. But, well, basically, that's all we got. We got Lance Henriksen, the a bunch of kids... kids. The, the Haggis Haggis family. And the Hillbilly family. Yeah, the witch. Haggis. Haggis. That's such a weird name for They a didn't witch. just call her the hag, no, which would have made sense. Yeah, just call her the hag. Because they essentially made, she was like a swamp hag in the woods. But they said she lived in the mountain. But then it's a swamp. In the woods. In the woods. <laughs> Where are we ge- geographically in this movie? I don't know. Do this rundown real quick yep, here. Let's so do we it. got Jeff East as Chris, Kimberly Ross as Kim. Man, that was a stretch for her. <laughs> Uh, Joel Hoffman as Steve. That had to have been rough with someone Some playing name somebody named Joel on set. And since Kimberly got to be Kim, Kim. why didn't Joel get, get to, to be, be Joel? Joel? Yeah. It's all kinds of not fair. They could have just made John John yeah, instead John. of Joel. Would have solved yes, everything. they wouldn't have really mattered much what their freaking character names yeah. are. So we got, then we got um, Cynthia Bain as Tracy. I liked her. Tracy was our final girl. Yeah, our final girl. Yeah, she's, she's the good. one that makes it. Uh, Carrie Remsen as Maggie, Florence Schaufler as Haggis. Haggis. The Haggis. The Haggis. Haggis. I don't know. The kid says it like it's a name later on. No, that's a food, dude. Then we the got ri- one of the writers just heard that word and thought it was like, oh, that's creepy sounding name, Haggis. Like hag, but mm-hmm. like more. Yeah, Brian Brimmer as Bunt, George Buck Flower. As Mr. Wallace, the leader of the Wallace clan. Yeah. Lee DeBro as Tom Harley. That's Ed's, uh, the, Lance Henderson's dad in the beginning of the yeah, movie. Yeah, yes. Tom Harley. And then there's Ellie Harley, played by Peggy Walton Walker. That's his mom from the beginning of the movie. And then lastly, we'll just let this wrap it up. Because again, there are, there are tons of extras. Yeah. But this would be the last of the somewhat important characters. Is going to be... Um, Little Eddie, so our yeah. Lance Hendrickson as a kid. Yeah, the kid version. Yeah, is Say played by is now Eddie. Is played by Chance Michael Corbett, and that's it. Like I said, none of these are names I'm expecting you to know beyond Lance Hendrickson and the surprise guest spot of Mayim Bialik. Yeah, Eddie. maybe John D'Aquino. Yeah, I don't know everybody's affiliation with that actor. 
any of you special film nerds out there, let us know if any of these people have been in any other cool stuff. Um, so we can look out for them later. That's right. Uh, we'll just get into the actual movie. You guys know how we like to do this. We'll start with how it opens. It definitely opens. <laughs> you guys know me. I love talking about the music. Yeah, the, the, the opening song sets the tone. That's the first note every time, right? Yeah. Just like, ah, the music. Yeah. Uh, this one wasn't really, it was barely music. I'll go ahead and say that. Kind of it was just like ominous tones. Yeah, just dun, My My note is dun. 80s style ominous tones. Yeah. Uh, I just wrote I just wrote generic creepy music in the beginning. Yeah. The slowly dramatic building yeah, that it builds more up, and more, yeah. And there's like the random like steel guitar in the background going Now, as much as we're kind of ragging on this music, it, it definitely sets up uh, if if you watch other 80s movies, 80s horror movies specifically, yeah. the, this is the sound this is like the sound. This is how they this is what they sound, sound like. Yeah. yeah. So they nailed it. But uh, Stan Winston worked on Aliens and all these other movies and stuff before he did this. So he's he's just like, oh, yeah, creepy tones. I'm down. I know this. This is what we're going to do in there with the sound guy. Like, just give me some bong. You know what I mean? Just some nice, deep bong. But so we, we go straight from the, the nice spooky feels of this. Op- again, the opening has, it's nothing. Fire. It's just, it's crazy it's, it's just opening. Fire, basically. Yeah. We're not seeing anything to help us know anything about no. why this movie is called Pumpkinhead. I can only imagine. It's not even a shot of a pumpkin or anything. I can only imagine there? like going to it in a theater and being like, I just want to know. <laughs> why is it called Pumpkinhead? What's the connection here? Because all movie your posters, all like, they're that showing you look is, like a yeah, pumpkin. All they're showing you is fire and flame. Right. I, we're not spoiling anything. This movie has been out forever. 35 years. But so I will go ahead and say this. It is three quarters through the movie before yes. we find out why he's Pumpkinhead. And it is not because his head looks like a pumpkin. It's because he's in a, he's buried in a pumpkin, pumpkin patch. <laughs> the movie, though, opens with Night? fire and brimstone. <laughs> and then uh, what we... What we find out is a flashback, but in the beginning we have no idea that no. it's a flashback. Does it tell us that it's no, not it just, present day? It, oh, yeah, it does. It says 1957 okay, on the bottom of the screen. Since we technically don't know don't when know the movie the takes movie. place, this doesn't mean much. Uh, but so we see a family... Okay, the, the dad just seems is just normal-ish, but the dad is, is doing like some weird loading stuff. Loading the shotgun, yeah. going around, you know, but everything else seems normal. Everything and right? Like it. the mom and the kid interacting, you're just yeah, like, she's this like, is like, like a normal day. Prayers and yeah. do all that. Uh, she does ask the dad if she should be scared when he comes back but, in yeah, from checking the animals, and yeah. then uh, asks if the animals. She asks if the animals are going to be okay too. Right? Yeah, and then it cuts to some guy running for his fucking life <laughs> through a cornfield. Andy stares at a scarecrow. I point these out because I feel like they are just referencing other '80s era horror movies. Yeah, like the, uh, the, well, Children of the Corn. Obviously, and, uh, there's a bunch. The Scare- town that came and yeah, feared was, sundown or yeah, something like that. Scarecrows are super. Famous in horror movies. Yeah. Like, it's been a trope for a long time. I love Scarecrow movies. I've owned a bunch of generic Was ones Jeepers over the Creepers years. Was Scarecrow it's movie? I can't Not remember. technically. It's a monster. He's a monster. Uh, they did it. He kind of looked, kind of looked like a Scarecrow. scarecrow. All right. In a giant trench coat. I love Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, we'll have to do that movie. It came out on my birthday. Nice. And it's about twins. Yeah, it seemed better. <laughs> so perfect. I just so have such you, a... You and Amber, right? Yeah. Me and my twin sister were like, and again, and not is it just about twins? It's about a male female set of twins, which is not usually the twins movies talk about. So no. we were like, huh, it's, it's coming us. out on our birthday, right? And it's about twins, like us twins, right? We were excited. 
Let's see. Let's let's back try to, to get, dude running. Yeah, for let's his try life. to get back on target. But yeah, so again, I just feel like they wanted to vibe. They wanted to like rib at some other eighties horror movie yeah, franchises. Children of the Corn. It came out before this too, right? I guess yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure. sure. One of those long standing ones. Yeah. Um. We see this man. He runs all the way up to the door. He's he, pounding, trying to get the. They're going to let him in. They are not going to let him yeah. in. He's, He's like, I will up. shoot you through the door if you do not get away from here. Uh, we don't know exactly what's going on. We've not seen yeah, anything. No. We, oh, we've not seen it yet, other than maybe maybe an arm for a split second. Like, right? Did we see it? I don't think we saw the oh, arm. It just okay. We, we just, just see him getting drugged off him. screen by something. Um, but yeah, so we have no idea what it is. But he, all we know is the man starts yelling that. Uh, what kind it, of Christian it, are you? It is going to punish him. He doesn't give it a name yet. He just yeah. says it. It's going to punish him, and that he did not do the things he was. Yeah, accused he did. Of. He, he didn't he did kill not, those little girls. Yeah, is what he like says. he was accused of, which lets us know a couple of things. Ace, after the movie's over, if you or if you know the movie, this is one of those moments where it made me just uh, all of a sudden realize, like, oh, so this whole process is fallible, right? Like, anybody yeah. can make an accusation as long as the witch is willing to put the spell. Yeah, it doesn't matter if they actually did it. The, right? the demon's going to go kill it and anything around it that's trying to help it. Right? So... We don't even really know if this man actually is guilty. No, he probably didn't. Because at first, you know, like, w when you watch the movie at first, you're just kind of like, oh, it really is just like, a, like it's like a golem. Like, you summon it, and it, it is, goes is and righteous. It, it is righteous, right? Yeah. It's gonna, it is bloody and horrible, but it is righteous. But it's not. No. It is literally just at the whims of whoever, whoever accuses makes you. an accusation. So that sucks. Yeah. Especially for our little group of teens here, because those teens are not gonna be in good shape. But yeah, no. so we go from the flashback to to zoom Ed in. Sees the guy get killed through the window yeah, we when see he's a kid. Little kid Ed sees the, the death, and then we zoom out and then flash into adult Ed from little kid Ed. Yeah, right? he's on so the same see, farm, it seems yeah, like. Well, yeah, no, they're definitely implying it's the same like family property. Yeah, yeah. he's just burning it's the it's the burning some weeds with his flamethrower. Yeah, so it's like the Harley family property there. Uh, it's Lance Hendrickson rocking the weirdest set of teeth prosthetics I've yeah, ever seen. That was a weird choice, dude. And it was he hard insisted to... insisted on it. I know. <laughs> it was hard to watch the movie anytime he had Especially, to talk. Because it's all I could do was stare at the teeth. He was waiting for him to fall out. That one tooth... That's it was like half like, a tooth or something, man. It was so nuts. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, it was a weird choice. It was. I, he wanted to look super backwoods and hillbilly, and I mean, we all have I bad guess, teeth. I guess, though, man, it was. A, I didn't like it. I wouldn't have. Done it was it. distracting to watch. It was distracting. I mean, the the clothes were enough. Um, yeah. So we see, uh, we we see that it's him and his son living on this farm together. Yeah, they're doing or, chores. Uh, and their dog Gypsy, which can hit home for me. Yeah. I've got a dog named Gypsy. I was like, oh, Gypsy, <laughs> all right. I Yay. can connect. I can really connect with this family. If anything happens to this dog, I riot. Oh, I was worried. Right? Couldn't remember. It's been too long since you've seen yeah. it. Just like, do they kill the dog? They better not kill that fucking dog. Um, but so, yeah. Then, then though, we, we cut away from them. Well, no. We, we see that they're going to go open up. They own a store. Yeah, a little they're open up their little the grocery store that looks like a dilapidated shack that if it had not been for the fruit they put in boxes on the porch i would have assumed was a Just dilapidated a shack. abandoned shack is and there would, even I, power i would never have stopped at it no if i drove past it i don't know why i would have been on the road it was on but i never would have stopped on it like these people do i mean apparently he's like the grocer for everybody what well, says the sign yeah it's hurley's 
groceries on the Harley. Har- is it Harley? Yeah, Ed Harley. Oh. The kid's last name is Hurley in real life. That's why I got confused. Sure. No, I'm pretty sure it is. It is. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're, they are definitely the Harleys. We we cut from them out to the the, the are not teenagers though. That's the thing. No, like, you want to say teenagers because it's the eighties, but these and the kids trope are... the trope in the eighties is that it should be yeah teenagers. they should all be like sixteen and uh, these... but, but that's like in an eighties slasher movie. Yeah, right? this like, is we're gonna a... get specific. This is still a horror movie. movie this but... is not though a slasher movie. This no. is a monster movie. Yeah, hell yeah. The rules are a little bit different. Yeah, you, right? get to, you get to have college um, kids now. So, And the, the problem comes in when you start to bring in, like, Jason, because that's my favorite. He is a little bit of both, because he is undead. Yeah. At least for some of the movies. And half demon for some of the other movies. We don't talk about that one. I like that one. <laughs> Jason Goes to Hell is not it's, the one we talked about. It's so fun, though. Jason is not a little worm thing. <laughs> but it's so bad. Um, oh yeah I like bad movies that's right I forgot as someone who likes the franchise I'm just letting you know the people who like the franchise that's not the one we talk about Uh, that's fair it's the worst you gotta admit it's the mystery science theater one though no it's it is the most entertaining to be like WTF just happened here how did I get here why is Um, he a worm why is he a worm why can he look like anybody why, when he's in certain people, does he look like a giant bloom uh, uh, coveralled man with a hockey mask on? So many questions. Yeah. So many. Where was this magical Voorhees family killing dagger in every other movie? I think it was supposed to be a different movie, and then they just injected. No, no, some... no. Here's the thing. Here, this. I'm glad that you brought this up because, again, I love the franchise. I could talk about this every time we did one of these if I wanted to. I could find some way to work it in. Let's I'm glad it. you did it. Yeah. You're welcome. Specifically, that movie, Jason Goes to Hell, in case people didn't know which one we're referencing, <laughs> Jason Goes to Hell is is the first movie since Friday the 13th Part 1 that was directed by the same man. What weird-ass crazy dreams was he having that he's just know. like, he's like, no, this is where I wanted the character to go the or, whole time. Or written? I don't know. All right, he was a director, and he came back, and he was the producer. Oh, no. For Jason Goes to Hell. But so he was the one that was making some of the choices. I was going to say, he had the real power. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love the first one. I love the franchise. Man, there were some choices in that one. Yeah, it's definitely the one that's like, why this one's not... It's the one that after that, they... Look, look, they went to space. They go into <laughs> the future and go to space, and we all like to talk about that one. I love that more one. More than we like to talk about Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah, we're going to have to do all the Jason movies at some I point. I could do them. Oh, we we should, dude. I could do them forward and backward. I Might love it. Might as well you know, hit Jason, Michael Myers. We could do all of them. Again, there's only so many weeks in October, and we've already got some of this hashed out. That's going to be our problem. Yeah. We're, we are way we're, off, we are way off topic. Just cut to where we were going to meet our people. They're driving. Yeah, so they were and, driving. Yeah, our, and our, our teenagers that are not. That's how we got here. Yeah, teenagers that aren't teenagers. Yeah, because again, in most most movies, you would especially from the eighties, you would expect them to be teenagers. like sixteen, seventeen. But they're not. No. They're definitely like. And the first line we get year old. is somebody explaining that Joel isn't as bad as he's supposed to be because Joel's an asshole. But then we immediately see that Joel is like indeed an asshole <laughs> and driving drunk, drunk, asking for the passenger, his girlfriend Kim, to give him another beer, and then he, like a dick, just blows past the other guys in the the truck hauling the dirt bikes yeah. and blows his horn. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, he's he's our asshole for this movie. He's good at it. 
they drive past a homeless guy. Yeah, some guy walking down the street and they're who just hunted. He's yeah, he's got his rifle and stuff. They and make they fun wanted, of him. She wants to take pictures of him, like she's on some kind of safari, like he's like some exotic animal. Yeah, click, click, click. Yeah, Tra- Tracy. Right? Yeah, Tracy's on with their camera. Yeah, that was the only thing about the character that annoyed me is like in the beginning of the movie, she's acting like she's on safari, taking pictures of all these weird hillbilly people. Yeah. So they that's that literally leads us up to what happens next. So they they pull in to Harley's grocery. Yeah. They all get out. Uh, some of them go inside. Uh, Joel immediately gets out, makes fun of again, as if we didn't already know, as if they didn't tell us that nobody mm-hmm. liked Joel except for Joel's brother. What? What was his Steve? Steve, yeah. Nobody liked Joel except for Steve, and it seemed like he only put up with him. Yeah, right. Because he's his brother. Yeah, one of uh, those. But so Joel immediately gets out of the out of his car, looks at poor little uh, Billy Hartley or Harley. Just, I messed it up. Yeah, looked at poor little Billy Harley and was like, uh, "Hey, those glasses look like Coke, Coke bottle bottles. bottoms." And again. Total dick move. And everybody... Nobody even, asked for it. No, he even... The other people even look at him like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, and as soon as... As soon as they basically say that to him, he was like, what? I just said... And the other guy had to cut him off. Chris. Chris had to cut yeah. him off. Chris was like, no, we know, dude. Yeah, we heard what you said. Just shut the fuck up, dude. And he gets a little pissy and goes and grabs his dirt bike. Yeah, and r- rides and off. Like, which is the moment where we find out that he's supposed to be the dirt bike rider. I don't know... No, I thought it would who be... Who you thought... I thought it was, was Steve. supposed to be the one that was badass dirt biker. Yeah, that was Steve. He Joel, had the headband. Joel is not the one I thought. No, he was in a leather jacket, but but not like a dirt bike leather jacket. Yeah, like a regular, like a puffy leather. Yeah, a jacket. puffy one. It like, was a little bit yeah padded. Not the kind of thing you would wear on a dirt bike. Really, it was weird. I was totally blown away by the fact. a weird spot to decide to go ride your freaking dirt bikes, too. Although it did seem to be tons of hills right there. Yeah, I mean, it looked like a perfect spot, but, like, maybe ask the grocery guy first. That's what I'm getting at. Hey, uh, you mind if we ride our dirt bikes around your property here? Like, we set up already. Tracy was just there taking pictures of the hillbillies, and so the Wallace clan shows up. With right like, after they get there, with nine like nine kids, one of which one being of them, my Malik, uh, who doesn't know what, what a camera, camera is, and her brother mocks her for not knowing what a camera is. It was a weird scene, and the Wallaces are all in tattered clothes, clothes that are dirty. all brown and grayscale, and they yeah, they, they, these people literally look like they're walking out of like eighteen sixty five. Yeah, but either way, the Wallaces just are people who their clothes are so old and so hand me down that they just look brown. Yeah, just, just different shades of brown. Yeah, and ba- then back to on topic. <laughs> a boy, boy has, has the, the ball. ball, Billy's ball, and it is Billy's ball, and he wants it back because it's gypsies. He was playing with gypsy with the ball. Yes. And yeah. so Bunt steps in and then starts to ridicule his brother, who has stolen the ball from Billy. With the pumpkin head rhyme. Which is uh, real. And the poem, uh, the that rhyme is, is from the poem. poem. It's not the whole poem. There's more. To oh, it. I'm sure. Um, no, I don't think it, it's it's a, not like a famous poem, but it's not, I don't think it's somebody Something that works somebody there. came up with to scare their kid. They were totally just ridiculing the the, the brother and scaring him. Yeah, cause, right. And cause so Pumpkinhead comes for people who do bad things. Bad things. That's right. And so like it, while the taunting is going on, Tracy is freaking, freaking the out. Fuck out. And she she's the one that's just like stop 
right. Yeah, she screams, uh, and when she screams, Chris is beside her, and he was like, I was just about to tell <laughs> I was going to say something, too. He's like, shut the fuck up. No, you weren't. Yeah. You were just silently like, what the fuck? And so the kids on? all load each other back into the back of the truck. Now, we will cut to what happened inside while all this was going on. Uh, I didn't feel like cutting back and forth for yeah. it. But so as soon as as soon as they got there, the the old the elder Wallace, we find out old later he's yeah, we find out later he is literally like the grandpa. He's the true patriarch of this whole of the Wallace clan. clan. Uh, and so he goes inside, he needs feed. Dude didn't bring the feed. Uh, yeah, you know, Ed, Ed didn't bring the feed with him. He's like, "I'll have to go home and get it, it and bring it to your house." And he's like, "Well, at first he's like, I, can you wait? Can you wait? And the guy was like, nah, I'm no, not I'm not going to wait. I can't wait. And got all these like, freaking kids out there. there. Exactly. I brought half of my young... Well, not even his. They're his, his grandkids. grandkids. Uh, but yeah, I brought half the clan with well, me. Right, they're just out back. there and you know they're going to start causing trouble in a minute. And so they were like, okay. He was like, all right, look, uh, I'll go get it and I'll bring it out to your house. And he's like, okay. He rings everything up for the young... Or our, our crew. crew our crew. group of college yeah. kids. We'll just call them our crew. Our crew. Uh, for here, from here on out, that yeah. way we know we don't gotta keep <laughs> second guessing crew ourselves. Crew versus clan. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, uh, the but Wallaces so, are the clan. Our people are the crew. Yeah, and so the our crew got completely rung up by Ed. They're they are literally done yeah. inside the store. The only reason they're still hanging out is because Joel is off riding his dirt, dirt bike. bike, and his brother decides to go try to get him and bring him back. And so we see that he's about to ride off. But so then this is one of those parts where it, it, I get it. Writing has to happen so we have a movie, right? Yeah. But this is one of those parts where literally it was like, oh, wait, if this just wouldn't have happened and this is one of the dumbest moments I've ever seen, none of this would have right. even been a problem. So Ed walks over to his son Billy and is like, Billy, I'm going to go home, get the feed, come back, you pick stay you up, here. But pick you up, then we'll go there. And it's like... Is Billy supposed to run the store? Billy is five, right? right? Like five years Four, old. Four or five. He is Billy's little. not running the store, right? He's not even competent enough to watch, watch the, the store. store. And if you're immediately just going to pick him up to deliver the feed, why Didn't not just, just take, take him, him home with you? Right? I did not understand anything about that. No, he just leaves the kid at the grocery Unattended store. Unattended. With, with all a group of strangers from the city, which he has already made comments that he does not approve of. Yeah. It's goddamn city folk. I it was mind boggling. I know, that, but the movie has to happen. Exactly, the movie has to happen. I get it. I understand that. There's well, another point in the movie where is there, could they none not have, of this would have happened if yes, somebody had made a different I decision. Know. I know. We'll get to it when we get to it. <laughs> I know. But yeah, the writing though did that not just like yeah. strike you? You're as just as like, soon as what I saw it, I was on? like, I know it's like supposed to be the '80s and shit, but you still wouldn't have done this. You just take this kid with you. You would just take the kid with you. You might leave the dog. Totally. Hoping that the dog might bite somebody if they try to steal shit. But so that that then sets us up to where we get our next uh, uh, action beat moment, right? Yeah. So then we uh, Ed goes home. Billy stays out. Billy, at first, Billy is doing what he's yeah, supposed he's to. He's inside. But then Gypsy runs outside. Yep, Gypsy goes outside because she's... Goddamn Gypsy. She's got to go bark at the, at the dirt Gypsy. bike. Gypsy causes the problems because she's got to run out there. Mm-hmm. And he runs out behind her. As soon as he runs out, I will give credit. One girl tries to the, chase The him. one that goes catatonic. Yeah. Maggie. Maggie. 
Maggie, Maggie tries to run after him, but she falls. but she is she face plants pretty hard something, too. Dude. The the actress and, sold yeah. that she went and for then, it, and nobody else gets you know, just close to him. Watched him like, the, hey, yeah. look, there's a kid. Well, in all fairness, I didn't. When you're watching the scene play out, you are kind of just like, why is everybody freaking out so bad? It doesn't seem like yeah. that big a deal. But then we see it, and then so first, uh, Steve comes down. Steve almost narrowly misses him, wrecks his bike. And, and then, then Joel Joel's... comes over immediately after him. Now this I gotta <laughs> look. I love me some practical effects. Yeah, but you can't. And and they are usually to me better than going CGI or whatever else. This motorcycle scene with this kid does not pan because it no. totally looks like this kid gets nudged. Yeah, like, it I mean, does. literally it's like nudged. Ah. It looks like he gets nudged, and then they, they immediately do this him. weird cut to what is obviously a rag doll getting like. It was like attached to the bike, right? Yeah. And it got like like there was a switch that they flung and it flung him. That's literally what it looks like, right? Like it looks. It wasn't very good. It was a bad. Not only was it a bad like doll, it was a bad cut to the doll, right? Like yeah, it it didn't line up good. Like a TV show shot. It was oh, I got hit. uh, (laughs) No, I, I I will say though, other than that one. I had no complaints about any of the other. No, everything uh, else is all the other effects. They didn't want to make the. Death of the kid look yeah. too real. I guess, I guess. but that that one moment, I was like, man, practical effects aren't always no, great. Because I can tell that is a not even like a dummy, like a rag doll. It is a rag. <laughs> like it is it literally floppy, yes, armed and legged and everything. Doll. They went and got one of those uh, raggedy Andy dolls. But so then we dressed it up. We immediately pan to kid. Dead. Yeah, he's on the ground. Well, but everybody's not dead. Like, he's, he's not dead dying. yet. He's very, very injured, and everybody else everybody is panicking. Just, they're panicking. Joel runs off. Yeah, Joel runs he's away. He's like, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, he goes, uh, hops in the car, off and goes and leaves. Everybody else is panicking. Still, nobody is trying to drive this kid somewhere. No. Nobody. They all scatter. And leave Steve there by himself. Well, Steve, he he volunteers. He volunteers, but like I'm like, this is not how you handle this crisis. No, no, no. One person should have went to go get the phone in the I, Jeep. The rest of you should have I stayed have here. I have no idea. It was all crazy. But so then Steve stays, but we don't really see anything else with the rest of the group. We come back to them. Yeah. But then so we see we see Ed show back up. Yeah. And he shows up and he's like, where's my kid? Oh. And he starts <laughs> screaming for him. And he's like, Gypsy. Gypsy, why are you bothering that man? Yeah, right? Like, that's right. the way he yells it at first. Gypsy, Gypsy. And then he goes, Gypsy. And then he's like, wait a minute. Why is my dog by that man? Yeah. And he runs over. Because he, he realizes. He picks the kid up. What is that odd lump on the yeah. ground? He picks this kid up. Steve is like nervously, awkwardly jabbing the glasses? glasses. I was like, what is this scene? Why did we need this? You don't this think the kid awkward. needs the glasses. Like, like, I felt like they should have seen that in edit. And they should have been like. Let's just go ahead and cut to him being like trying to explain it yeah he's like it was an accident yeah. and, and so that's how they yeah they walk away and he's like just screaming. walking away and Ed's he's like, like can like, i help and he whips around and gives him the god awful look like i will eat your face if you take another step now this is another moment i don't know if this is even the same one you were talking about where the movie wouldn't have been here <laughs> but the movie wouldn't be here right now if ed would have put billy in the truck and drove to the hospital why is nobody taking this poor kid to I a know, hospital? Why'd you take him home? He went home with this kid. There is, I know it's a small rural town, but there is a doctor, there is hospital, somebody clinic, something that he should have drove that to. That he can drive to. Not, not home. his house. Is that, is this, was this the other moment you yeah, were going to talk about? Yeah, this, this oh one God. and there's one more. Oh man. 
There's, the there's, movie is loaded there's with like them. three or four where like if just one guy had done one thing different, none but of this so, happens. Uh, so yeah, he takes he takes Billy home, and we do we even get we get proof that Billy has not been dead this whole time. Yeah, because there is a moment where, where he, Billy leans up while he his, his while dad's his dad's dad's telling his story, face. like Ed's telling him story and cleaning his face, and he goes, "Daddy." And then goes limp. Good acting by the kid. Oh, though. yeah. And so, again, we, we we get our proof that the kid was not dead. He yep. could have chose he to could. go to a hospital. This whole thing took like 15 minutes. But so he didn't. Uh, so the, now we'll cut to our, our, our other people. First, the first people we see, because, again, Steve is not with everybody yet. Steve is still. He's still back at the grocery he, yeah. by himself. The first thing we see is um, Tracy and Tracy, Tracy runs, and they all well, yeah, up. And, well, and Tracy runs inside. Well, no. It's just her first, right? Yeah, she goes they in show, first because yeah. they tell her to just go while he yeah, yeah. So takes Tracy, care of Maggie. Tracy shows up to the house first, and it's Joel and Kim, Kim, his girlfriend, that are already there. And when she gets there, you can visibly tell Joel just smacked Kim up. Yep, he, he just, just told literally, her to fucking Because her face, she's her holding fucking, her face, yeah. and she, she got slapped, for she sure. She was telling him to call the police and stuff. You know she was. Yeah, and, and so, her shut her fucking mouth. And so Tracy uh, comes in, and Tracy, again, Tracy, much she like tried. Kim probably did, was yeah. like, we need to call the police police we need to get this kid help right now and joel rips the phone cord and again this is not you could tell this was not supposed to be like a phone that phone plugs and unplugs this was was a wired wired into the wall there is just no more phone yeah it for the rest of the movie yeah for the rest of the movie just know that that's not an option that's why no one tries because his dumb mistake set it up to where now the only phone we had is now gone. Because I promise you, the Wallace clan doesn't have a phone. No. And the Wallace clan doesn't have power. Yeah. And obviously, uh, Harley, the Harleys didn't have a phone. No. Because at no point, at no they... point do we see Ed try to call anybody. Well, no. I mean, anybody. Not even just a hospital. At no point do we see him try to call anybody. So we can assume. There wasn't one in the grocery store either. So yeah. it's like, phones are not a real freaking thing around Wherever, here. whatever area they're in, in 1987. So he rips the he rips the phone cable out. And now this is where it got really, it got really weird to me, right? Because so he rips the phone cable out and we find out that he's uh, been in an accident before. He's a repeat. He's on probation. He's a repeat drunk driver and not just repeat drunk driver but a repeat accident having drunk driver right yeah, some girl got hurt he, yeah and so he was like i can't let them find out about this kid because then i'll get in big trouble now to me i was like they're trying to get this kid help so that way this kid doesn't die and the man is like i can't let him find out i hit the kid because then i'll get in drunk driving trouble he's not worried about getting <laughs> in murder, murder trouble? trouble because you killed the kid and didn't but, try to help him and and prevented other people from helping him yeah you're making this super way worse man i was like man i don't understand what we're doing well, right here joel's not a smart man no obviously not he is <laughs> he in, is the the family fuck up yeah apparently. we've already established nobody likes him no. well, again this is my other problem yeah. we know that nobody liked him when he killed the kid why are people still talking to him well here in a minute he's gonna lock everybody in a closet that's my my point is like he sped off he left would you if if you were with the dude that like just killed a kid you would have left right you wouldn't have been like i'm gonna go to the cabin i think he went to no i'm gonna go back to wherever we just drove from even if it's a five hour drive back yeah that's his fucking problem right 
I don't understand any I of it. Nothing this to is do a, with it. I will answer any questions the police have if so, they come talk to me. But I had sh- didn't have shit to do with it. So I can't <laughs> wait to hear your next. Uh, the whole movie could have been stopped moment because to me this was the this was my other. The whole movie could have stopped right here because again nobody would have wanted to be with Joel. The whole movie should have stopped. Yeah. The vengeance demon would have went after one guy. Yep, just would have went after that dude, and it would have been done. And maybe Kim, but yeah, I mean, she might not have left. She would have stood there and died with him. But so, no, we don't get that. We get everybody shows back up. He's locking them in the closet yeah, one by one. Yeah, because he knocks Chris out for yeah, trying to take the keys. Yeah, he knocks Chris out. Tracy gets put in. Um, Maggie's just kind of Maggie's catatonic, so she so leaves he her does, alone. Yeah, he doesn't she's put her in the closet. She's at this point because she's uh, just in a ball. So when Steve shows up, he's like, what the hell, man? Like, the, the guy came and picked up the kid and... And left. I think we're okay. <laughs> yeah, I love that scene too. Like he's like, I think we're okay, and like Joel's like, Why do you think that? And then he's basically he was gave us a, a little phrase that was like, I don't think we're okay. Like like he yeah. was like he just looked at me like he was gonna kill me. And it's like, so why did you think we're okay? Because he didn't say he no, was no. Calling the because at, well, and at all points in this, it's because Steve was naive enough to think that the kid was okay. Yeah, he didn't believe that he was. Everybody, everyone else was convinced, yeah, and rightfully so, as dead. we find out, that the kid died. But Steve was like, no, he's okay. At this point, we we see that they're all just in frantic panic mode, and we cut to Ed. Ed now is like, again, he still is not like, let's get this kid to a hospital. At this point, we see he's put a blanket, so we can assume he's dead. And so he's like, he knows what he needs to do. He goes to the Wallace's. And asks about the old woman. That about lives the old in the, woman. In because the he's heard she's got magic. In the mountain and back in the woods on a swamp. Something. <laughs> and so Grandpa Wallace is like, uh, old man Wallace, he's like, I'm, I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you. And then finally he, he's like, all right, well, I'll tell you. He sends the grandkids off and, and he tells him, it ain't going to do you no good, though. Because that woman can't bring that kid back. Yeah. All she can do is send your soul straight to hell. That's right. <laughs> It's all about the vengeance. It's all yeah. about the. It's all about the the anger and animosity. You're you know, just, like we're talking like needful things style here. You don't get something good. No, you just go on home, Barry. You get what you want, but what you want ain't necessarily what you, what you really need. wanted. Yeah. What's the song? Oh, from get, the Rolling yeah. Stones. You get what, what you need. But so our shortest uh, singing so yeah. far. But so we go from the. <laughs> this is where I think this the, is the well, other point where it wouldn't have happened. Oh, yeah, okay. You're, you're, you're right. No, Bunt, yeah. Bunt, so, if so, Bunt had simply just but went inside this one, like Grandpa this, told him. But at least this one pays off later. Yeah. Like, the the Bunt doing what he does, we do get a payoff moment where Bunt finds out, like, my fucked up decision yeah. caused all this. this you don't fault. see that for the other back out moments of the movie. No. It's literally, like, just like the viewer might see it and be like, what? We could have stopped right here. Yeah, I wrote in my notes. I was like, hey, this is kind of all Bunt's fault. If he had just went inside... Ed would have went home, but, buried but, the kid. But that Bunt the end at least it. realizes that himself. Yeah, he too. gets. He has the realization moment. He has so, to deal with the consequences. Exactly. Of his actions. That's what. That's what's in my notes about it. Ah, <laughs> I did not wrote that. I just blamed him. Uh, but well, for right now where we're at, it makes sense because yeah. right where, where we're at is before you knew. Because he runs up and like yeah. stops Ed. Like, hey yeah. man, you give me some money. I know where that. Well, bitch he didn't lives. even ask for money. He just said, "What will you give oh, yeah, me?" What you... And so Bunt was like, "Yeah, I'll take you. I'll take you as far as I can." But I ain't going all the way 
old woman scares the piss out of me. They ride up, and I mean, it's obnoxious how close they get. <laughs> One bud says, "I'm like not good." Thirty feet. Yeah, he's literally like, "You see the house that you can literally you see, see from where we're at? That's the one. That's as far as I go." But though. I'm gonna turn around and now. then run the like five miles we just drove yeah. back to my grandpa's house. Uh, and again, though, this is out in the woods, but she's just mountain come, magic. This is a, yeah, she's the she's the old woman on the mountain. But she lives in the. She was. But the house totally. When we when you see the inside of the house, it they gives say you. It's in the woods. It gives you. It gives you voodoo, voodoo swamp magic vibes. woman yeah. vibes because there's tarantulas crawling around and stuff. And there's steam and smoke uh, going around. And but everything. so he goes inside this cabin and sees this old lady. She's got like those she wicked looks, like she's blind yeah. but lost the color and pigment to she her looks eyes. Like too. she's rotting already. Yeah, no, she definitely looks over a hundred years yeah, old. Yeah, she is she, ancient. Yeah, uh, and so he tells her who he is and what he wants and she's like oh, i can't bring that kid back and i can do for him and he throw he's like yeah you can i brought you this and he throws I was down a kid, all this money yeah and he throws down all this money he's like I, go, I brought you everything i got and you can see when he throws this stuff in the cup it is literally like trinkets from his house yeah just like pocket silver, watches silver and gold trinkets he went and got those silver dollar coins himself oh did he? oh did he he went and found the stuff yeah, that's dedication. See, he I, said he said he went to antique shops. Those are literally like the like silver the, dollars that my dad shit? that my dad collected yeah. the nineteen twenty like you know not Susan B Anthony silver dollars no the big, like the Liberty ones. yeah the nineteen twenty three Liberty dollars yeah that's what they were nice. went to real real ones. He's been quoted as saying like half of them got lost in that scene because she knocks the cup over and they literally fell through the wooden slats in that cabin. Oh no. Lance Henriksen did a lot of that in this movie, though. He did it, like, to lend extra credence to moments. Like, the shotgun that he carries later on, yeah, that's an authentic, real shotgun he went out and found because he wanted to fit the character he saw in his head. Yeah, you see, you can tell that this movie, like, reinstated that love of acting. Yeah, you know, he went in and he wanted to be a character. Yeah, because he was like, I just want to do everything possible to make this character seem legit. And so he talks to this woman. She's like, is she, she tells him from the beginning, I can't bring the kid back. He's got a powerful price. But no, well, that's not even about the kid. Oh, yeah. She's no, already established she's... to him that she cannot bring the kid back. Yeah. And then she's like, tell me what you really want. And he's like slams his fists and he wants, he doesn't say it, but he wants revenge. He heard the stories from when he was a kid of a man was wronged. You could do and so things. She said, if that's what you want, comes with a high price. We can do it. You're going to have to go dig me something up. You heard a razor back holler. <laughs> so, I love how she talks. And so, and so our, our, our witch Haggis. Haggis. Again, first name. They treat it like it's a name. Haggis. So we're going to treat it like it's a name. Although I, everything in me wants to say the Haggis. Like it, like, like the, the hag. Food. Yeah, or, the or, hag. or like the hag. No. No. Haggis. Like it's haggis. her name. That's her name. Yeah. And so she sends him to, and she tells him, it's it's out on the Razorback Ridge. <laughs> right. But she also tells him uh, that it, it, it is the, a cemetery. And that it was a, it was a pumpkin. A pumpkin patch. Cemetery. cemetery. That's, That's what she calls they it. They would bury Kin they is ashamed of. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And so he says, all right, despite how insane this sounds, I'll go do I'll this. go dig up whatever and bring it back to you. Because she doesn't tell him what it is. She's like, you'll know. Yeah. And so he goes and he digs. It's, it's a, these are the only pumpkins we see in this movie, too. No, And no, when he gets. So I want to establish this. Like, again, so if you've not seen this movie or if you've seen it and it's been a long time and maybe you're not picturing it right. They, it is literally like a pumpkin patch where they are growing rotten. 
Like, pumpkin. like literally, yeah, like, like it's, they at no point were they ever alive. They started as a baby pumpkin, rotten, and it just kept, kept growing bigger, rotten. It is a full of rotten pumpkins. It's Papa Nurgle's garden. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> and so he gets there, and in the in the middle, there's like a, a pillar of dirt, dirt, a dirt stump. And he's like, that's where I got to dig. And well, she and, wasn't lying. That's, well, she he, he no, knew it. But I, all I got to say is like, when I saw it, I was like, was it supposed to be a tree stump? I don't know. Would you dig there? If you no, saw I wouldn't that, have climbed on top. I would have dug I around the base. I don't even know if I would have done that. I would have looked. It was so thin. I would have looked at it and been like, well, I don't know what I'm looking for, but I don't know if it could fit in that. Right. He didn't know that it was like a little bundle body. Almost infant looking thing. Yeah, it was when all in the it. fetal position. So yeah, he digs into the ground. He finds this dead corpse thing. thing. He first pulls it out of the ground. And it has, like, a couple centipedes and things rolling, and he drops it. And I swear, the way you see Lance Henriksen's acting for Ed in this moment, he jumps down off the top, right, because he's so startled. And he has a moment where I literally was, like, you look at him and you're like, oh, this is the moment, because he looks like he's like... Fuck what am this. I doing? Yeah, like, fuck this. This what is am I insane. Doing? This is way I'm too much. I'm digging up a dead body? And instead of this is that our... being what we get, it's literally he was just like, I was insane for jumping down. I need to get yeah, back I up need to there. Get back up there. <laughs> Fuck, that's the thing that I need. I'm... It was so weird. And so, yeah, he gets the body. He drives it back to our witch. And when he gets to the witch, she, um, he, he had to leave the kid with her, which only makes sense because why would you carry the body up? your kid and all the way out leave it there yeah well and why would you drive it all over creation and yeah back and he went to pick it up too she was yeah. just like leave the boy and so he shows back up kids there and so she does her spell and her spell involves cutting the dead body cutting ed and cutting the child now the way i uh interpreted this all together and the way i interpreted this was it it's the the blood of the accuser the yeah. blood of the wronged and, and the, the blood, blood of, of the, the demon or something, yeah. right? All the of those holy trinity. All of those combined create this magical yeah. whatever. That's what I. Yeah, that's I like that. That's canon now. I'll accept that. We see at this moment the creation of Pumpkinhead. Yeah, and it starts. And I don't know about you, but as a kid and as an adult now watching it, not the fully formed Pumpkinhead. You yeah. know, like that. That there's a moment where it's like infantile, yeah, where the which doesn't make sense head. because it was a big body. Yeah. But there's this moment where it's like infantile pumpkin head, where I swear I always get more alien vibes yeah. than I get monster movie vibes yeah. from. Like I'm like, this thing could literally be <laughs> dropping out of an alien spaceship and I'd be totally okay yeah. with it. Like, it's got that kind of white look to it. Yeah, it's all pale white and kind of almost cute. Yeah, the eyes, the <laughs> the eyes like haven't gone cloudy, cloudy yet. and stuff. And it's just like, meh. <laughs> like a half second shot. But so then it, it quickly, like, then it quickly finishes the evolution. Yeah, and then it's standing. Full and pumpkin head. Yeah. Ed passes out. Oh. Yeah, because he, well, he's in like a weird trance the whole time. Yeah. I'm not sure if he saw any of the... It's, it's like sucking, he, we see that he was like looking it. at it, but yeah, like he was definitely in some kind of yeah. trance. So I don't know if he even realized what's going yeah, on. Yeah, seeing it or anything. He like doesn't that. act like it when he wakes. When up. he wakes up, and so then he wakes up. He then takes the body. She lets him take the body this time. Yeah, because um, he's gonna go bury it. And gets into his truck, and he's driving. There's this moment where the kid shoots up. You feel in like very pet cemetery. Again, we're talking yeah. about the scenes where they throw us to... Well, then he d- dug things up from a cemetery. Yeah. There's so many weird other 80s horror movie... I Not references, but like nods. Yeah, right? nods to him. Uh, and so like the kid shoots up 
the blanket falls off. He's got his glasses on oh, and everything, and he's like, "What'd you do, Daddy?" Talking about the unholy Faustian deal that he just yeah. made with this witch and the demon, and he freaks out, almost wrecks his truck. He looks back and just a dead body. Everything he fine. lifts it up, no glasses nothing. on the kid, nothing. The kid is dead. That that is the scene that convinced. Lance Hendrickson to do this movie. Oh, was it? Yeah. When he was reading the script, yeah. this was that's the one the where one. he was that's like, the moment. I mean, that's that was the awesome. moment he was like, I want to do this movie. So the kid's line of, what you do, daddy? Well, and him just being startled by like the, the dead kid coming back. And, right. Yeah. That's cool. That's the scene. This makes me appreciate this movie even more. Like when you find out that like Lance Hendrickson just like hated acting yeah because he came back into this movie he because he kept being like typecast as like lawyers and shit and just kind of regurgitating regurgitating lines and stuff say yeah love this movie it's pretty good we should all give more appreciation to Pumpkinhead. we want to cut back to our group right so at this point we we cut back to our group steve has shown back up like we already established he is at this point convincing his brother to, slowly yeah to do to the let right people thing. out of the closet They're still in there though because they are still in the closet maggie is still catatonic on the sofa is this but, where she gets up and walks off not yet so uh, he does convince his brother finally to let them out right yeah. because they are they are part of the conversation inside yeah once she goes off but yeah so maggie hears something in the woods i, I don't, don't know, know why she while is. still catatonic just stands up and starts walking and steve is the only one that goes after her. i guess the implication is that that's, that's his girlfriend so everybody's paired up right yeah steve or at Chris least he's Tracy. trying to pair up with her it's may i think maybe more the implication right like yeah. not, not necessarily that he already has but like everybody's trying to be like this is the weekend that steve yeah. and maggie get together um so steve runs after he grabs her cross and i love that this is such a weird moment but it's what breaks her out of it he's like yeah. this thing this thing's what I always cares carried you through right well let it carry you through one more time and she snaps out and you're like all right way to go steve and then steve immediately immediately. it says uh he thinks billy is okay yeah and i swear to me i felt like that was the moment where pumpkinhead was like no he's got to go first yeah he's got to go because he keeps saying that billy is okay okay. right just won't because he is now somehow connected to billy in that way yeah pumpkinhead was like no fuck you you're that was the line dude if you wouldn't have said that i might have skipped over you for right now if you but, hadn't have been such a smart ass but you had to be like billy's okay it's all yeah, right the kids things are fine. okay his dad came and got him everything's and, fine and so he uh pumpkinhead snatches uh steve up from the top of a tree yeah, again he like, comes up and grabs his pumpkinhead head. is such a crazy skulking monster like lanky thing to think that it was in the tree yeah, it's not it's the first crazy. time. He's in the tree later. Too. I know. It's just crazy He's though, because like that's a weird monster to think is in a tree. tree. Uh, but so yeah, so he snatches uh, Steve, and she runs back to the cabin. When she gets to the cabin, she's like, "It's killing him!" And we literally see <laughs> they cut to smashing. He is dead. <laughs> yeah, he is. It is not killing him. It has killed him. It's, it is over. Yeah, he's it is toying dead. with his corpse at this point. Back to the cabin. Back to the cabin. <laughs> uh, and so uh, we see Joel grabs a rifle. Yeah, and we didn't even like, know was not going to kill my brother. Yeah, we didn't even know was there. I think they mentioned no, they, it yeah, earlier. He grabs the rifle. He throws it to Chris. That's why I knew that they'd already let Chris and Tracy out. Because yeah. he gives the rifle to Chris. Chris. He's like, why he gives it to Chris instead of keeping it himself, I don't that know. But he gives it to Chris and he's like... Trying to make up for being such a dick I guess, earlier, but he's I like, guess. so we're going to go handle it, right? And they, they literally... As soon as they open they the open door... They open the door and this is... this. It, 
this pumpkin is how much head. of a toy with you type of demon <laughs> yeah, he pumpkin head is. He just throws the corpse like right in front of him. Like this guy, this you're coming guy for is this who guy? you're looking for. And then and then grabs Maggie from the roof, from the roof, right? and like, drags somehow her up gets over up to the roof and just grabs her. And I like her feet her. kick over the over the peak well, when of the roof. When they they, go they look. show like like the grab the neck scene, right? And like I was so anticipating like just a quick like snap. And be done. But no, no, it's there. Yeah. He's got so much more in plan. Yeah, he does. Now, while all this carnage is going on, we do cut back to um, to Ed to find out that, that he can see all more this of the Faustian deal he made that he didn't realize was that he has to witness. Yeah, he has to see the monster kill these people. Enjoy your vengeance. That's right. Drink he, it he in. has to know everything that's happening. He don't and like he doesn't that. like that no, at all. He doesn't. And so he starts trying to scramble and figure out what he might try to do. And so obviously his first stop is to the witch. Yeah, and she's just... He's like, he begs her. You're a fool, Ed Holly. Yeah, you, <laughs> it has to run its course. And so that's all we get from her. Yeah, No more, no less. Get. So he leaves. He starts... He essentially starts loading up his arsenal. Yeah, right? he's, he's like, like he's oh, getting his she's shotgun. she's not going to help me, I'll he, deal with he it He goes myself. home to get his shotgun, and he starts trying to figure out where the, the, the our, our crew is. Yeah, he... Uh, Pumpkinhead snatches Maggie um, while while Ed is trying to scramble and get all of his stuff. Again, that's th- this is one of those movies where a lot is happening all at one time. Yep. And thankfully, they don't cut too much. No. They did it just right. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not getting whiplash from the cuts back and forth. From the amount forth. of cuts and back and forth. Right. And we, when they do do it, it makes sense. Yeah. And so we see Pumpkinhead is, again, he is just toying with his victims at this point, right? He's, He's carving, carving the cross on in, Maggie's into skull. Maggie's head. Yeah. It's just like, jeez, what is and this? Chris and Tracy are, like, out trying to find her yeah, while she, well, this is no, going yeah. on. Once she got snatched in the weirdest set of events ever, Tracy was like, I'm going to run after this monster I saw snatch this person and drag her over the roof and Chris is like well I can't let her go by herself so they're just off on their own yeah uh, uh, and Joel and Kim are still in the house and and so then all of a sudden <laughs> they're worried about where Maggie is and again just to show you how good he is at toying with people just, Pumpkinhead right when they're talking about her drops Maggie down she is still alive we see her like mouth moving pushing her up and then just pushes the her through the window, like so hard it smashes and she dies from the glass. glass cutting her. I love that shot. She's the turn. It squeaks as her face is just smashing against it. Uh, it's and, super funny. And so then we see uh, Kim faints. Yeah, she faints. Right? And Joel basically is like, he snaps a little bit. He's going to leave her at first. Yeah, he's going to leave her there. He runs outside yeah. and yells, I'm the one you want. Yeah, and then, and then, then he comes, turns around, he turns around back comes in. back inside. And then that's the first time that we really get to see that at this point, the kind of demon that got summoned, it doesn't care. No. It's not technically it, only it, it about sounds vengeance. sounds like it laughs when it walks yeah. in the door. Well, and, and again, look, it does not even care that, yes, Joel is the one that it should be going for. And Joel did turn himself over. Yeah. It literally looked at Joel, it broke his hand, it broke maybe? His, yeah, he tried to hit him with the machete. Right? And, and he broke just, it and just smacked him and he goes flying And then back. grabs Kim. And then just... Looking at him with a big grin, just grabs the chick and just drags her out. So Kim's gone. Oh, yeah. This is where he's up in the tree again. He just drops her on a rock. Yeah, she's just dead. She's gone. No Chris more and Kim. Tracy have come back by this point, yes. too. 
Well, they show up like literally like seconds after seconds after he, he, gra- after he takes Kim her. because he's like, it took Kim. And they're like, what took Kim? Because again, they barely seen anything. Yeah, they haven't really Everything's seen Everything's been off in the distance. And you know, like when, when Steve got chucked onto the porch, it was from a distance. When Tracy got took, it was from the roof. They've not seen yet. And so he's the only he's one the that's one seen kind of it. up close and personal. And so he's, they're like, what do you mean it? And he's like, I don't know. And it... <laughs> At that point, we we are down to three. Yeah, right. We got three survivors, and they they just take off, right? Yeah. They at take this off. point, it's, at this point, we see like our mini throwback to the beginning. Yeah, they're all. We get a bigger one later, but right now it's like a mini throwback to the how the movie opened, right? Like they're yeah. banging on random doors. Nobody's right? gonna help. Nobody's them. gonna. They help go them. to try and like take a truck. They go to steal a truck. This is the, other... this is the key moment. Yeah. So they go to steal the truck. Uh, random hillbilly guy. Random hillbilly shows up. He's like, you can't take my truck and I can't help you. And he's, he's got like a marked. He's got like a wolf dog with him. Yeah, that was a cool dog. Pumpkinhead shows up, chases off the old man. The dog stays behind? Yeah, it does. It just stands there and chills. Uh, and then at this moment, we finally, we see uh, Ed shows back up. Yeah, he's caught back up with everybody and, and he so unloads on Pumpkinhead. He's trying to get, the, he's like, I'm going to save you. And they shoot him. He unloads on Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead drops, and you're like, "All right, Ed saves the day." Joel, like the the cocky bastard that he is, strolls up, uh, puts one in its head, shoots it in the head. Now and as soon and see as soon as he says now it's dead, Pumpkinhead snatches him by the leg, throws throws him to the ground. Does not kill him quite yet. No. Uh, and everybody else flees like they should. Yeah, because we thought he was dead. You know, uh, Ed takes the 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 other two, Chris and Tracy, and Ed's like, "Move over here." Uh, and so at this point, we see right uh, Pumpkinhead picks up Joel's rifle. Rifle, and you're like, "Dude, I was like, I thought he was going to shoot him. I was like, "He's about to, oh, Pumpkinhead just unlocked he's the gonna next do level. It. He's going he's gonna put one in your head. Yeah, he's about to unlock dead. the next level. But no, Pumpkinhead takes this rifle and uses it like a harpoon and stabs it straight through his torso. And I was like all right yeah that's speared by my own gun that's definitely definitely one way to do it yeah it is all right so then where do we go from here oh ed gets attacked by the dog chris and tracy run run away okay good Good. And this is That's, where uh, I was like the first is, instance of Ed getting hurt, and it seems to affect. Yeah, and we the see it, but nobody yeah, else. No one does. else. No does. one else notices yet. Yeah, yeah okay. That's thank you. I was like, well, I was like, we're getting off. This in. is where they run off to the Wallaces' place. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So the the dog attacks, and then they take off towards the Wallaces. And when they get to the Wallaces. They try to get inside. Nobody's wanting yeah, to help Old Man them. Wallace is like, I can't help you. And so then we cut to a scene, though, inside the house. Yeah. Bunt getting his shoes and shit on. He's Putting getting on dressed. His, overalls. his sister's like, where are you going? He's like, I got to I gotta go. He doesn't even know he needs to help them. Right now, he's he just, just curious. He wants to know if he it's real. He wants to know what's going on. He's like, I got to know if it's real. And so he gets outside. And as soon as he, it's so crazy, as soon as he sees the people, he's just like, what's it look like? How tall is it? And, and again, keep in mind, these people just watch this thing kill everybody they know. Yeah. These are not the questions I want to be no, asked right no. now. And, and so quickly, quickly, though, he does start. He realizes he's like, that. I, I he's think like, I know a safe place. I need to stop talking to them about this yeah. stuff. And he yeah. takes them out into the woods to an old burnt out church, thinking that holy ground is going to consecrated ground can yeah. save him. And then that's when he finally finds out that Billy is that, dead. Well, and that he is that had a part in it. He finds like, out that oh, Billy died, I mean, and he realized that I took his dad somewhere. Damn I, it! To a bad, I'm the, bad place. I'm the one who took him to the old lady. And, I'm an asshole. And so at this moment, 
it was one of those things where like he he realized he before he just inquisitively wanted to help. Yeah. Now he realizes he has a an obligation. Yeah. Now it's like shit. This is my fault to help. I have to help. This is when Ed showed up to the Wallaces because he's trying to find, find them slash help getting rid of Pumpkinhead because he's seen extra deaths at this point. And so yeah, he shows up uh, at the Wallaces and he. He's banging on the door, trying to get, just like everybody else, trying yep. to get in. This is the moment where it super feels like the opening of the movie. Because the Wallaces are like, no. Nobody. And he's like, I'm going to shoot my way in. Because he's got his gun. that guy shows up and behind then the you younger with a shotgun. Wallace, yeah, shows up. Throw it down. Throw it down, Ed. Don't make me do it, man. So He, he, does, his, he loses his shotgun, though. Yeah, that was it. Yep. And so he throws it down. Yeah. He has this little confrontation with them. He runs off because he realizes he's got he's st- still got more to do. Yeah, uh, and they aren't gonna help him because again they already know if they help if they him, interfere they're gonna get fucked up. If too. they if they get involved, well especially with him because now he is connected. Yeah, he's the the main thing. Yeah, so they can't deal with him, right? They this know is all, this is all your shit, buddy. So we cut back to the cemetery, and and we realize right now. Holy ground don't mean shit to Pumpkinhead. Pumpkin just stomps his <laughs> he way just right stomps in. Right in. Luckily, all three of our people make it. Yeah, they they run off. They make it out. They <laughs> they. That's when Chris then asks, "Do you know?" This was the weirdest question. Do you know the place where the vehicles are parked? He met their vehicles. Yeah, it made it like sound he made like, it sound like like a, like some kind of weird parking thing. for some place, yeah. right? But he met their, their cars. Own yeah, I was confused by that too. So he's. Shouldn't he have just asked, do you know, do you know where, where our cabin is? Yeah. Do you know how to get us to our cabin from here? That would have made sense to me. But the way he asked it, I was so confused. Yeah, I was too. I thought it was When they be rolled like, up on their own vehicles. Like make out point or yeah, something, right? When they rolled up on their own vehicles, I was like, well, oh, that's not that's at all not the at question all what I, I thought. thought you meant. Yeah. I was expecting some like ridge. Take some what, I mean? what we essentially must have been the driveway to the cabin they were in. Yeah. And when he gets there, we see that literally Pumpkinhead has thrown all of their vehicles yeah, crazy dude. like trash. cars Flipped are flipped over. one motorcycle one dirt bike one yep. dirt bike is standing upright ready to go and so Chris runs he's gonna jump on, on it, it. He, he starts kicking it and it's just not turning and then right? pumpkin head shows up Drops the chain, chain. the drive just, chain for the bike. And just it's such just, a smug look on his face, too, for a fucking monster. He's just well, like, Well, of course, hey, because that's that moment where you're like, oh, he knows about modern technology. Yeah. Just again, he picks up the gun, but uses it as a harpoon. So did he know guns or did he not know guns? This is the moment where you're like, oh, oh he knows small engine repair. <laughs> yeah, he knows what a fucking chain is for on a dirt bike. But he picks Chris up and... Chuck Seaman with the dirt bike yeah with the dirt bike whole but thing. he is definitely not no it, he's, he's gets, not feeling good he is he smashed is into up. the ground a little bit right and so they have to run and leave him because they knew they couldn't carry yeah, him yeah they're out. like he's dead screw him uh, but Ed shows up again right this, tells, this is the this moment is where, where we're yeah, going to Ed's this is house. where we messed up this is the moment where he was like follow me right because before they weren't they didn't know if they could trust him because they were like he might be trying to kill us too yeah he just dude shows the up first with time, a gun well and they killed his kid. Yeah, you know, that's the true. Guy that we killed the kid of shows up with gun. I don't know if I'm safe yet. Yeah, right. Right. And so now they know they can trust him. They've seen him twice, and he has fought the thing twice. Yeah, and they load up in his truck and go back to and his house. And they go house. to his plas- uh, house. And when they get to his house, we see that he is making a flamethrower. Flame like, supercharging the one that yeah, he the, has. Like, the little yard like, burning one. He's in there. He's modifying that bitch. He's in there I don't know about you, but again... We've already mentioned aliens and the connection to the director and Lance Hendrickson. I just felt aliens when he shoots that for the <laughs> test shot. Like yeah. I was like, 
Did we just get transported onto a spaceship? Yeah, is we did. this aliens right now? This is a total shout out. Was it not, dude? Yeah, like, it I was, was just great. like, stop it right now. But yeah, so he makes this cool flamethrower. He's like, we got to take it out. And then, literally, like moments after that is said, Pumpkinhead shows up and is going after Bunt, Bunt. inside. He's hiding in the closet. Right? And uh, we. It's for all intents and purposes, we thought Bunt was gone, dude, right? He yeah. grabs and takes him outside, doesn't he? Yeah, he's holding him by his head, and he's not really moving. I thought he was dead. And so uh, we see this moment, and we're like, oh, what's going on? It's the final confrontation. She's trying to—they run outside, and Ed immediately runs into the pitchfork. Yeah, well, that's, that's the, exactly. Re- that's the moment. She was already out. She chased him outside immediately. Ed's a little bit, because, again, he's carrying the flamethrower, flame so he's slower. Her. And so she sees that moment, and that's the first time— they real some like people there's, realize there's a connection there's here. a connection between ed and, and the pumpkin, pumpkin head. head when i get hurt he gets hurt and so she ed sees that and so she, she's ed like okay the flamethrower flame th- and so she starts shooting the flamethrower other than dropping bunt it does no good does not help anything no pumpkin he head does not he care. laughs about it even yes did not phase him at all and nope. so that's the moment where it, the whole time this is going on ed is like stumbling and he's realizing oh i'm weak it's weak so and so he, he runs to his Truck. truck and goes for his pistol tries to shoot himself in the head well he does shoot himself in the well, head well it kind of glancing blow it just wasn't fatal he definitely <laughs> shot himself in the head there was definitely a bullet hole in his head but he does manage to not be dead yes. after shooting I'm himself not, in the I'm head I'm not arguing with the I'm just trying to figure out how he shot himself in the head and wasn't immediately dead it had to have like sinus cavity he was holding it at sinus an angle cavity. something sinus cavity but he stumbles out and drops the gun and Tracy picks it up picks it up and just shoots well he's, he tells her to he tells her to he's he like says, kill me and oh and I got, we have to mention this. We forgot because it happened so quick. With the pitchfork moment, he was the reason he was behind everybody is because that's the first time Pumpkinhead oh, yeah, takes him over. Yeah, he started to like change. I think what happens, and they don't really explain it, is each time Pumpkinhead kills somebody, he steals a little well, bit more of That's Ed's definitely soul. what happens because the end of the movie lets us know that. We're jumping ahead. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, that but I we have we skipped over. His I just wanted eyes, to point that out. His yeah. eyes all change. He, so when they were in the barn. Even though this is like five minutes from credits rolling, we see that now all of a sudden Ed is being able to be controlled by Pumpkinhead. It's not just that he sees visions. While the visions go on, Pumpkinhead is in control of him. So now it's like there are two people yeah. trying to kill our, our crew. Because she he chases her out. Yeah, of the and the bar, pitchfork and is what runs, snaps it's what snaps, snaps him, out, him of out of that and the moment where she realizes he can get hurt. When when she was going to shoot him, he says, shoot me. And she still wasn't sure about it. Yeah. But then he gets taken over by Pumpkinhead again. And he starts to stand up. And that's when she unloads the clip. Oh, I didn't. I just yeah. a little bit. So she kills. She was originally even trying to think, like, I don't want to kill him. There has to be him. another way. <laughs> but but then not. he started to get taken over. And yeah. she's like, ah, I have to. Because now there are literally just two of them. And she just unloads the whole revolver into him. Bang, bang, yeah. bang, bang. And as soon as she kills him, Pumpkinhead drops and then a couple seconds later, he bursts flames. into flames, which uh, is sad because that's the real suit, and they just burned it at the end of the movie. Flames gone, suit gone. Yep, no more. And so, cool shot though. Yeah, that's just the end. We don't see anything else with our survivors. No. We, we do know Chris did make it. The the yeah, motorbike did not kill him. Yeah, the he's, motorbike didn't kill him. His hand he's, moves, especially when Pumpkinhead set on fire. Like that's when he was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, because he's like, "Oh." What what happened? What did we do? But yeah, so we saw the movement. We we know that he's alive. Bunt is okay. So our three survivors are Tracy, our final girl. Yeah. Uh, Bunt and Chris. Chris. Everybody else gone. 
very dead. Then the movie, we think you think it's over. You think credits are about to roll, but we get one last because this is the eighties, and yeah. most horror movies did start franchises. So they always set it up ready for a franchise. Yep, a little teaser. And so this one did just that for us. We see uh, the witch. Haggis. We see Haggis. She is on top of the, the pillar dirt of dirt. She is burying what they want you to assume is just something until the very final scene. But I want to say right now. When she dumped it in the hole, it was Lance You can clearly, well, not only that, but even before dumping it in the hole, when you just see her holding it, there's hair on the head. And yeah. Pumpkin had at no point had hair. Yeah. Had, and if anything, his and, head looks and being like set on fire me. would certainly not produce more hair. No, it really wouldn't. So you knew that there was no way. But so the movie wants you to act like you don't already know it's him because they give you the last pan out shot is of the necklace that his kid made him in the in the very the beginning. Movie. The necklace we forgot to say that the, we the, even the, forgot the, to mention the, the mint. Well, because it's not a big part. But no. The line is good where he's like, "You don't have to wear it every day, just when the mood strikes you." Yeah. <laughs> Well, now the mood strikes him all, all the time. time. And so we see that he gets buried, and we can only assume, like you were already saying with earlier, that parts of you get taken over each time Pumpkinhead kills something. And so until now you are Pumpkinhead by the end of it. And so now he did go far enough that she could bury this body, and in a few years she would still have this demon thing to summon. Credits roll. If this movie had come out and not had to like compete with child's play and stuff. It would have been a much better I, I mean, franchise. Like, I, it wouldn't have been like direct to VHS. We, we've talked about this. This is a great movie. It would have got more studios. This is a movie that a lot of people, it is a cult classic. It is a very big in the horror world. It is very big in independent movie making world because yeah. it was made very cheaply with a very small budget and they did really, they did amazing Fantastic. things with it. But it did spin off a franchise like most 80s horror movies. The second one didn't come out until like the mid 90s. Yeah, it was like Blood Wings. So it's a Pumpkinhead 2. Two blood wings. It's all about uh, high schoolers and two generations of high schoolers, right? Yeah, it's like the like parents uh, and and how they they killed people in the fifties, yeah, and, and then again now, right? Yeah, they Pumpkin beat heads. some kid to death, yeah, yeah. Now the kids. yeah, yeah, it's vengeance. But they don't explain that until the end yeah, of the movie. Vengeance again later, and that one starred um, Salil Moonfry. It's Punky Brewster for any people who don't know that name. It's a hell of a name. Salil Moonfry. Yeah. yeah, I love that name. But that's just Punky Brewster. That's I just. I mean, that's a weird name too. That that movie was definitely a directed video, and then there are two more, I think, two or three more. And they, again, they were all directed video. None of them were the franchise reboot revitalization they all hoped they might get. That being said, the second one did also have a video game. I like the computer second video one. game. Second Blood Wings. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, fine. Monster looks fine. I mean, I I um, love I like the second one better than the first one. It does get into the action and killing and stuff a lot quicker than well, the Well, I feel first like one. you hear a little bit more about Pumpkin. This movie is just like you you leave still just being like what's going on? Who was this thing? What what happened? <laughs> you get a little bit more of the demony lore ish stuff explain going it better on in the second a one. A little bit. It's still pretty vague, but yeah. I love this movie. It's I a love great the monster. Movie. I love the the creature effects that Stan Winston and his team did. Oh yeah, it's great. I love how the when Pumpkinhead first comes around, his face is kind of blank, right? Oh but no, like, as the movie goes, as it goes on by the end of the movie, it looks like Lance Henriksen. Yeah, no, they exactly. It they, was they, there awesome. is a fusion going on, right? I was like, oh, that's such a such a cool detail how it does that throughout the movie. All right, was well, I mean, we're done with the movie. Yeah, we're done with the movie. Pumpkinhead ale. I gotta say, it's different. It's different. It's not. 
It grows on you the more you drink it. For anyone at home who's never had it, just be ready. If you love pumpkin-y things. Pumpkin pie and pumpkin yeah, cookies. It is and shit definitely like going to be right up your alley. I don't care for it. It's all right, though. It's, I mean, again, it's not the worst thing in no. the world. It's not as bad as it could be. I, I was afraid it was going to be like sweet, sickly sweet pumpkin pie. Syrup. Next week, what are we doing next week? What are we doing next week? We are going to be doing three Floyds. We like three Floyds here. Yeah, three, we're coming three. back to them again. They're usually pretty good to us here, but we're going to be doing zombie ice this time. All right, so everybody, you know the drill. Last time we did three Floyds, it was zombie dust that got you, Night of the Comet. I know those are vastly different names. Floyd. Subject matter, though? So it's, Spot on. Yeah. Same thing this time. The name, the name may not get you there. The subject matter, the subject matter is 100% spot on. We couldn't ask for better. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Make your guesses on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all that good stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, make your guess. Any, anywhere, anywhere where we you see a comment that can be left. Yeah, if you if see you anywhere like you it, can leave a comment, go for it. Yeah, do it. I think we're done. Are we good? Yeah. Let's go to the pumpkin patch. Goddamn city folk.